Hey everybody, welcome back to the Introversion Podcast. It has been an interesting week. It's strange what qualifies as interesting these days, right? It's like empirically what happened, like in the real world, tangibly, nothing, nothing really. But in the digital online potential universe, it was interesting in that space. Easy come, easy go. Easy come, easy go. The thing is, is uh, I mentioned in my last episode, you know, some MGTOW principles in there. And um, I think I mentioned in the last episode some lingering desires to have a family, have kids, get married, be with a girl, serious relationship, lifelong partner, soulmate, whatever you want to call it. I was kind of alluding to that desire to have some kind of sweetness in life, some kind of softness in life, some kind of romance and love and excitement to some degree, but really not not so much excitement, just like, you know, butterflies in the stomach and something to take the edge off, someone to take the edge off, right? And, uh, yeah, I think for the last few weeks, it's been kind of a lingering thought of mine, like just kind of feeling a natural desire to be with somebody romantically. Basically what I had wanted my whole life, you know, for the first 30 years of my life is get married, have kids, all that stuff. And it's been creeping back in a little bit. And then this week happened. Um, so here's the thing. On my dating profiles, I updated my profile picture about a week or so ago, and um, I guess it's a good picture. I guess it's working well because this past week I started to get a little more love on the dating apps. So, yeah, so I had uh, three cute girls basically that I matched with. Uh, one of them liked me proactively before I even liked her back, and I'll get to her in a, in a second. But first, I want to talk about this uh, this one girl I matched with. I guess I probably swiped right on her a little while ago. I can't even remember, but I guess this past week she swiped right on me. We matched. And uh, I actually mentioned introversion.com and this introversion podcast on my dating profile, which is a little bit of a gamble, I guess. And it's a little weird for me to be talking about my dating experiences here and now. I haven't really done much of this at all on the entire introversion podcast. So it hasn't really been an issue. It hasn't really come up, but here I am for the first time. And obviously I'm not going to mention any names here or whatever, but there is a possibility that the girl who I'm about to talk about or others who've come my way or cross paths with me via the, the dating app profiles might be listening to this, which gets me thinking. Okay, do I need to hold back? Do I need to censor? Do I need to, you know, steer this recording in a certain direction that's safe? Or I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't. I don't even think so. You know, like uh, I was recording a new episode of FMAO last night with Tommy, and at one point he said he suggested that he and I both get more involved in the real world. And kind of put aside the dating apps and all the digital world for a while and just try to go start talking to people, 
on the street, men and women, just everybody. Just and it's funny he suggested that to me, and it's funny that I'm suggest that I'm mentioning it now because this is the introversion podcast, and he basically was suggesting, let's go be extroverts, let's make it an experiment, let's try it out, see what happens. And I, I kind of like the idea. I kind of like the idea. It, it's certainly a challenge, you know, for an introvert to ever try to be more extroverted. I've definitely gotten better at it over the years. Oh, yeah, that's why I wanted to bring it up. One thing he said as to us trying it out, he, he was like, yeah, we should do it. Because, like, you know, we're both of the mindset now. Like, we don't really give a fuck. I don't really give a shit about anything, anybody, whatever. Like, uh, and that's what I love about FMAO and what we're doing over there. Quick shout out, of course, to FMAO. Uh, go sub- subscribe if you haven't subscribed. If you're a if you're a faithful listener here on Introversion and you haven't checked out FMAO yet, go check it out. You can go to uh, YouTube.fmaoshow.com. You can type that in your browser or just do a search in YouTube for FMAO Show, and it's the black and red one. And uh, find us there and hit subscribe and listen over there. Because honestly, since starting that project up about a month ago, that I've been a lot busier over there than here at Introversion, of course, obviously. But I've mentioned before, it's like, it's nice to have both. You know, Introversion is really personal and just for me to hit record and talk. No time limits, no structure, nothing scripted. Just really vent and air and just talk about life and experiences just my own here. So meanwhile, FMAO is a much more structured, regular show that Tommy and I are producing together. So anyway, all, all that being said, the point is, is like what Tommy was saying about like, yeah, just go talk to people. Just do whatever. Who gives a shit? You know? And I like that he and I are both on that same wavelength. I think as we get older, you know, life is short. And I think in your teens and your 20s, you're trying to fit in and, you're, you know, especially in high school, college, you want to have friends, you want everybody to like you. And then you get a little older and not to sound all jaded about it, but it's just reality. You know, this is just a reality, not just my reality and Tommy's reality, but just everybody's reality. Like you get older, your social circles get smaller, you know, and maybe if you get married and have kids you start meeting the parents of your kids' friends and like PTA meetings and all that stuff. Maybe you're, you you do develop a community as a parent, as a couple, and all that stuff. But I think for single people who go a different way, or men who go their own way, you know, it, it's a different it's a different story. So you get older, your social circle gets smaller, life's getting shorter and you just start to be like, eh, who gives a fuck? Like, just, just do whatever you want to do. You know, there, there, there is an upside to it. I don't mean to sound like moping about it. I actually, I'm just telling it like it is, but the upside is kind of like, yeah, you just don't give a fuck. Just say whatever, do whatever you want to do. You know, as long as it's legal, as long as you're not going to get locked up for it or whatever. Although these days you can commit crimes California, go ahead and shoplift, go ahead and steal, go ahead and do whatever. If they arrest you, they'll release you right back out. But anyway, I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to steer clear of all the political shit here now. So let's bring it back here. Let's bring it back here personally. So back to the point here. Easy come, easy go. Updated my dating profile picture. Had more girls liking me on the apps, which girls like me on the apps every week. That's a regular thing, but it's not anybody I would be remotely be interested in. 
But this week, uh, there's a few girls who I matched with who I thought had potential. At least I was attracted to them physically based on a few pictures, but who knows in real life. But yeah, so I was chatting with this one girl. It was going really well, very quickly on day one. I was like, wow, she was kind of saying some things about herself, her background, and it was very interesting and similar to some things in my background because it's not every day I meet somebody who went to high school in Germany as well, just like I did. So I was very curious and I was just asking her like, oh, when, where in Germany? You know, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm genuinely just curious, you know, like even if I was just meeting somebody, an Uber driver or on the street, like if I meet somebody who went to high school in Germany, I'm just curious. So, but this is where I want to talk a little bit about just like women and men and dating apps and all this shit. And back to the attitude of like being an older guy in your forties, like I just don't care to play games. I don't care to jump through hoops. You know, I'm very relaxed. I'm very chill. And the end game for me is I just want to meet a person or meet people who I can relax, be myself with. I don't have to worry about impressing them. Like anybody who actually gets to know me as a person, they should objectively be impressed because I have done a lot. I've accomplished a lot in my life. I'm, I'm proud of who I am, what I'm all about. I'm very in touch and self-aware, introspective, all that stuff. So and this is why I don't mind revealing myself very openly in a dating app profile or including the link to introversion.com or this podcast or whatever in there because I don't care, you know? Like, um, but back to this girl real quick to wrap that up. Like, uh, she asked me a few questions about, like, you know, where in Germany and if I'm introverted, like introversion.com or whatever. And I just answered the questions and uh, never heard back from her. So totally ghosted. And I understand this kind of thing happens all the time. And I almost kind of needed to be reminded of that because I've sort of been out of this loop for a while with the, my MGTOW going my own way thing. And now that I'm back in it, it, it kind of bummed me out earlier this week because for a second there, I actually got my hopes up and I actually thought this could be something good. And quickly realized like, oh, this is just another nothing. Just another nothing. You know, easy come, easy go. And, uh, you know, I, I can only theorize, you know, like I love, I love the Adam Sandler bit in uh, Happy Gilmore where he's just kind of like talking about his ex-girlfriend, whatever, you know. Hey, my girlfriend's dead, you know. She fell off a cliff and died on impact. Really? I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, always cracks me up when I see that because I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, I just like to make up my own reasons, too. Like, oh, yeah, I wasn't ghosted. No, she 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 just died. She probably died. So that's all that is. Yeah. So all kidding aside. So that's kind of over with. I'm left wondering. I mean, on a more realistic note, she probably didn't die. But if she stumbled across introversion.com, she went and checked it out. She didn't like my political views. She didn't like my pandemic stance or any of these things, um, because uh, I've obviously put it out there on this podcast for the last couple of years. And I don't know, maybe that was the case. If it was, so be it. Um, but that's why I put the introversion.com on my dating profile and all the, all this stuff out there is because it's a litmus test. I use it as a litmus test. Like if, if somebody is offended or turned off or whatever by introversion.com or this podcast, I mean, 
it's not going to work out. You know, it's not going to work out for us romantically. It's not going to, it's probably not going to work out for us as friends either, you know. And it's okay for people to have differing political views and differing views on all kinds of issues, you know. People can still be friends. People can still get along. Although this is getting very tricky since 2020, I feel like, because every issue is so polarizing. And um, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. Uh, I mentioned on FMAO uh, this past week after going up to, um, or I don't know, maybe I mentioned it on the last introversion episode. I can't remember where I said it, but the point is I went up to New York and there's a few friends, quote unquote friends I have that I've been in touch with earlier this year and they live in New York and I just didn't feel like reaching out to them to potentially hang out. And I haven't really been reaching out to them via texts or calls like normally this year. And um, they haven't been reaching out to me. I think they kind of got a little bit of the impression that I was peeling away. And they also are kind of going their own way. So I don't know. It's funny. A big theme of this episode is going to be kind of like going their own way, everybody going their own way. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, you know, but it is what it is. And you have to accept that and embrace it in a way. So all of that being said, introversion.com and the podcast on my dating profiles, like, yeah, it might turn people off. It might turn women off. Uh, Some people are interested in it, though. Some people are intrigued by it. And that's what I'm going for. But other people see it and they're like, oh, no, you don't. You're not in support of this or you don't like that. Like, oh, yeah. And that's fine. That's just a quick way of weeding out somebody where it wasn't going to work out anyway. So I don't know. You know, when people ghost, I don't know. I'm just kind of left wondering what the deal was. You know, maybe she met some other guy and they're really hitting it off right now. I don't know. So that was that one. And then this other girl liked me and uh, her name was Sally. And I thought about the name Sally for a second. And I was like, huh. I immediately thought of Mustang Sally, the song. Mustang Sally. This is how my weird brain works, you know? So it's a good thing. It's a good way of being because I take one little data point or one little thing and I run with it in my own direction. And what ended up happening was this girl, Sally, liked me on, I think it was Hinge. And I waited a day or I was busy with stuff and then... The next day, I clicked like to accept it. Like, okay, cool, we match. And then as soon as we match, I didn't message her right away. I was like fixing lunch or doing something else. And then when I opened up the app a few minutes later, like it's gone. That match is gone. So it leaves me wondering, again, it's another case of easy come, easy go. So this girl was cute. I think she was like 33, 35, maybe 37, something like that. But she was cute. Sally. My name is Sally O'Malley. And, um, you know, and this happened after the other girl that I just mentioned about. So it was kind of like, okay, two strikes in a row. Uh, at this point, I'm really just kind of getting into this flow, this mindset of kind of fuck all, you know, like just like, eh, it's all bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. It's all bullshit. It's all bots and bullshit and people coming and going and just like nothing's real. Nothing's substantial. Fake, 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 fake. Nothing is worthwhile. Nothing is worth it at the end of the day. It's just not, it's not worth it. With any of this sort of romantic searching or endeavors or anything like that. 
Um, but back to my quirkiness and my weirdness, I wasn't bummed. I wasn't annoyed. I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's just par for the course. Par for the course. So this is data point number two, uh, Sally. Uh, but I just, I ended up putting Mustang Sally on repeat for most of that day and enjoying the hell out of it. Because I'm like, that's a good old song. And I was just enjoying listening to it. Mustang Sally, now, baby. Oh, no. Mustang Sally. And then not only that, I, I, I wrote a tweet, and I'm sure it's totally random for people to see it, but like I wrote this tweet, and it's just like, you know, I kind of would like to marry a girl named Sally just so that we could do coordinated dance routine to the song Mustang Sally at our wedding. I was just visualizing it. I wasn't necessarily visualizing this particular girl, but like just anybody named Sally. And I was just picturing like the energy of it or like having a good time with it, you know, like just people gathered and the song playing and we're just having fun dancing together. And like, that's what I was envisioning. I don't know. You can call it romantic. You can call it creative. You can call it whatever you want. But this is just how my quirky brain works and goes. But I like the fact that it happened and I almost laughed it off immediately. And then I was able to listen to this song, Mustang Sally, all day afterwards and really thoroughly enjoy it and not have an ounce of bitterness in my heart about it. You know, it's like, so that I was like, cool, cool, cool. So I was already kind of getting in the right mindset, getting over the first girl a little bit, where it bummed me out for the first day. And then the second one, I'm kind of over it. And then randomly Thursday night, uh, I matched with this cute French girl and she was really cute. And uh, she messaged me, hey, and then I just started messaging back with her and we ended up talking on and off a little bit Thursday night and, you know, learning a little bit about each other. And um, it was fine. Uh, I didn't get the sense. It wasn't really a fun conversation. It's weird. And I don't know if it's because I don't know how foreign she is, like how French she really is or not, but it just felt very serious, very wasn't really fun, flirty. And it's weird. Again, the rules, the game, all this stuff. Like as the guy, I guess I'm the one who needs to set the tone and and make it really flirty and jokey and whatever fun. But if I say something, sometimes I've tried doing that in the past and girls don't read into the sarcasm or whatever and they get offended or whatever. So no matter, you can't win. There's not like one approach that'll work all the time. So it's just a crapshoot, right? So anyway, we were chatting Thursday night, and um, it was fine. And then she disappeared for like 45 minutes. And then I saw she messaged me back, and she just said something like, oh, that's that's cool, or whatever, about the last thing I said, which I didn't remember. But at that point, it was getting late, and I was like, I was already going to bed, so I just fell asleep. And then I figured I'll wake up in the next morning, and just at some point I'll maybe continue the conversation. Maybe not. I don't know. You know, like I said, she was really cute. But... And, you know, realistically, she's not the kind of girl I would really fall for anyways, because she just seemed like a pretty girl. But and also she wasn't actually in Philly, so that would throw even more wrench into the equation. But anyway, I really don't mean to be getting into so much detail about these three girls, even with what I've said already. Obviously, I haven't really told you anything about them other than the fact that they were all cute and whatever. But the point is, it was kind of a wave of all of this, and I attribute some of the credit to my new profile picture that seems to be performing well. I don't know. Maybe it could be luck, random chance that everything just happened this week that way. But 
we'll see. We'll see if it continues. But the point is, it's like, you know, I've been doing the MGTOW thing, busy, my mindset, podcasting, creating, doing work, getting to the gym, being in shape, just doing everything that I should be doing in life, like responsibly. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, romantic opportunity, number one, number two, number three, just like that. And it's like, oh, oh, oh. And then it just stops me in my tracks a little bit. And it makes me wonder. <laughs> Funny, that's the other thing I've been listening to. Um, speaking of makes me wonder. With all of this shit with Adam Levine going on right now, I actually <laughs> started to listen to some Maroon 5. It's been a while since I listened to Maroon 5, but kind of funny um, that I started listening to Maroon 5 as Adam Levine's life is falling apart um, because of his evil, toxic, masculine cheating ways, right? Or whatever you want to call it. But anyway, anyway, I kind of got like roped back into this idea, you know, like literally there were some faces to the potential reality of dating somebody, of being with somebody. And that was a little bit of a reminder. It was a little bit of like taking me out of my usual flow of like, yeah, MGTOW, like I'm not even looking for that. That's I'm realistically. Not. So all that being said, it just kind of came very quickly and it left very quickly. Easy come, easy go. Right. And I think by the time the third girl, the French girl, by that, that dropped off quickly. I think I've just kind of reached a point now where I'm like, well, I'm over the first opportunity. I'm over all of it. And and not only that, but I it's been a while since I listened to Human. I might include a link actually. I'll include a link to Human's episode. He he had a live stream sometime in the last week or so and I listened to it maybe Thursday night. I couldn't sleep very well. Yeah, so I listened to Human and the topic was all about online dating and and MGTOW and going your own way versus trying to find somebody and the struggle and is it worth it and all of this. And there were so many things said in that live stream that I was just like, man, this is so good. Exactly what I needed to hear in that moment. And I think just taking all that in kind of recentered me and shifted my focus away from pursuing women back to just pursuing excellence and doing my own thing in life, you know? And, um, not only that, that, that just shifted my direction and my focus back to the MGTOW direction. But then I discovered this other channel literally just yesterday. And it's this, um, I guess he's English or something. And it sounded like he's probably in his thirties or something, but this guy does a MGTOW channel. And it was just, it was the thing that originally turned me on to MGTOW back when I broke up with the last girlfriend I had at in March 2019, when I first discovered MGTOW, it was just the truth. So much truth. And I got such a huge dose of it in March 2019 that I, that was me going down the rabbit hole. And my whole paradigm shifted when I got red-pilled at that time. And nothing was the same for me after then, since then. You know, I haven't been in a relationship since then. I haven't really pursued actively to date anybody and here we are, three plus years later, you know, and and then a week like this happens, and it it's like it caught me a little bit in my recent weakness of thinking of if you want to call it weakness, like thinking about family and marriage and kids and all that stuff. But like 
it's not even weakness, really. Like, I, I don't think it's wrong to have a desire to get married, whether you're a guy or a girl, like to get married, to do the wholesome thing, to be in a long-term relationship, get married, fall in love, have kids. Like, I think it's a good thing. And even if you're MGTOW, I don't think it's bad to have that impulse, that desire. You know, on, on one hand, I do think that is healthy to desire that. I mean, it's certainly more traditional, conservative, it does fly in the face of the way everything is going now in our society, which is very sort of gynocentric, you know, feminist, female empowerment, women call the shots, do whatever they want to do. And, um, you know, hypergamy, all the women are sleeping around with the top, the top guys and everybody down below in terms of men, they're off just going being incels, playing video games, whatever. It's kind of just the whole mess, the whole clusterfuck. You know, it's like society is not healthy, let's be honest, for a while now. And it just seems to be getting worse and worse. So to have the desire to want to be with somebody, I don't want to call that weakness. I don't want to call that a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's good. But reality, though, reality. And I think this week the whole easy come, easy go thing, and then me being reintroduced to MGTOW, like in a little, not a deep dive, but like a mini deep dive back into it. And all of a sudden today, I felt so much more grounded, you know? And, you know, I used to say, like as a Christian back in the day, you know, on Christ, that song, you know, the old hymn, like on Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. God Jesus, that was your foundation. You know, they brag about that in the Old Testament, you know, strong foundation on the rock. And all of that turned out to be bullshit for me. So what I thought was a strong foundation was really just empty promises and nothingness. But since 2019, when I discovered MGTOW, it has essentially become my foundation. And I hadn't really thought about it in those terms until this week where I was, you can call it, I was shaken off a little bit from my foundation because, or you can call it in a moment of weakness, like the, the sirens on the, the island, you know, the old Greek mythology or whatever thing. It's like they were singing the song of the sirens, like calling me toward them and it caught my attention and I start looking over here and... I end up losing my footing a little bit on my foundation. And then I, but before I could even fully be tempted into going down that path, that's almost like the, the, the singing sirens actually turned their attention elsewhere, or found somebody else to lure in to, for them to eat or whatever. So then I'm kind of like a little bit in no man's land at that point. And then I'm kind of like trying to catch my grip or whatever. And then I'm like, Oh, 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 then I, I kind of reassured my my footing back on my MGTOW island over here. And honestly, like the last few hours, I've felt, I mean, this is Saturday now I'm recording. The last few hours, I've just felt so much more calm, you know, at peace and stable because I, I've regained my foundation. And... um I might have mentioned it before last time, Christina Weber, when I had her on the podcast and we talked about MGTOW briefly, I introduced it to her and she called it a cop out. 
And I just keep coming back to that idea. And um, I would actually, this guy's channel who I just uh, discovered, I would actually like to send some of those videos to her to get her take on it because she's not going to want to hear a lot of things that are in there. It talks, some of them talk point blank, like just candidly, blatantly about female nature and how it's not a it's not a pretty thing, not a pretty picture. You know, it talks about like the modern women and how they just want to use men for their resources and they just take. There's a lot of taking involved on their part and a lot of entitlement where they just have to show up. The guy has to plan the date. The guy has to pay for the date, has to open the door, do all the things as if we were in old fashioned, like ye old America or whatever. And yet, I mean, <laughs> these women, modern women, like they're not like domesticated at all. You know, like a lot of them can't cook. They don't want to clean. They don't want to, you know, do chores, laundry, like take care of the man they're going to ultimately be with. And granted, we're talking about like first couple dates here, not that, but you know where it's heading though. Like the modern women, like they, they want to have their cake and eat it too. They want a traditional man, whether he's a simp or an alpha guy, either way, like they want to use men for their resources and um, they want attention from men, especially high value men. But if they can't get attention from high value men, they will use the attention of simps or, you know, low class, like one ranked on the sexual market value, like one to four, one to five low value guys. But all these low value guys are swiping right to them on the dating app. So a lot of these women who can't necessarily get a date, maybe they're overweight, they're not that attractive, but they have these low value guys swiping right on them. You know, it coaxes their ego, makes them feel better. And this is why I wish simp men would stop simping because you're making the situation worse all around in society for everybody. Quick shout out to FMAO. So the episode that Tommy and I just recorded last night was that our topic is simps. So we dedicated an episode to this simping phenomenon. We got into it. Um, a little bit of a deep dive, but I, I think we could have gone a lot deeper. So maybe at some point we'll do a deeper part two. But yeah, stay tuned for that. That's going to be the next episode. I will probably post it on FMAO on Monday or Tuesday. Coming up real fast. So anyway, I'm kind of just, you know, summarizing this week what happened with like three girls, cute, attractive girls liking me on the apps, like back to back to back. I've explained what happened with that. A big fat nothing in the end. Nothing. Nothing. See, that's the problem. Which is reality. That's what happens all the time. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I've been missing out on for the last couple of years. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, great. I haven't been missing out on much at all. You know? And the thing is, like, even if you graduate beyond the phase of just messaging with each other, and then you're on a date with them, and then you still have to, like, I don't know. You know, it's just... You know, a lot of us MGTOW guys, they say it, like we always kind of come back to this idea of like, is the juice worth the squeeze, you know, to get with the girl that you want to get with or that you're settling for on some level, is it worth all the time, the money, the effort, like the just to make it happen, just to get there, you know, 
and I'm left, especially after some of the MGTOW videos from this guy I saw today, I'm like, just that reminder of like, nah, I don't really think it's worth it. Don't really think it's worth it. You know? So it's kind of like, if your prize isn't even worth it, what you're working toward, why do you even want to bother working more toward that quote unquote prize? Doesn't make any sense, right? If you look at it that way. And you can allow other people to pressure you, societal expectations, parental expectations, like get married, have kids. Or somebody like Christina Weber uh, in your ear telling you it's a cop-out to go your own way and live your own life. And how can you live your life without women? We're so great. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really... Want to, I don't want to demonize all women here, but at the same time, like I don't want to make a label that women are necessarily great or men are necessarily great. I think you got to take it on an individual basis. Again, it's funny. As a single guy, I go back up to New York City two weeks ago for the first time in four years. I go to Tommy's birthday. I'm walking around. There's cute girls everywhere. you know. And then I'm at a party and there's like girls walking around there, single girls, whatever. And I tried talking with a few of them, and it was just like pulling teeth, trying to get conversation going. And what ended up happening? I talked with Tommy. I talked with my friend JR, who's been on this podcast a few times. Caught up with him. Caught up with um, another friend who was there. And uh, uh, one of the fans of FMAO was there, uh, one of Tommy's friends. And he got to meet me for the first time, and he was asking me all about FMAO. And it was really fun to just talk with him about the process and what we're doing there. And it was great to sort of talk to a fan, you know, of the new show. So that was really cool. And then I ended up talking with, uh, I won't mention his name here because I do want to have him on this podcast, but I think he said um, he's nervous about using his real name because this is the world we live in now where uh, you have to guard what you say. Uh, The tech giants, social media will kind of use your words against you. And so uh, anyway, I don't want to get all into that too much history, but the point is I had been in touch with this guy online for a while and we finally got to meet, you know, he's my Indian brother from another mother and, um, great guy, great guy. And I thought he would be cause we got along really well in chatting and all of a sudden we're like bonding and connecting. And I was like, sweet, sweet. But the reason why I'm bringing all that up is here I am single guy in New York city, Saturday night out partying, whatever, what ends up happening? I talked to guy and then guy and another guy and another guy. And it was great. Great conversations, great connection, great depth. I left feeling socially satisfied, like my cup was filled, you know, great. Would I have liked to have met a female who I was attracted to and she's attracted to me and we have chemistry and it, we flirt and it goes somewhere? Sure. You know, but I was looking around. I think there was probably only one girl in the whole place that was maybe I found particularly attractive, maybe two. But again, their vibe didn't seem necessarily like, I don't know. I just didn't feel like the one girl was probably the cutest girl there that I thought. She seemed very serious, very stodgy, not a whole lot of fun. Seemed like it. And I was in really good spirits in that moment because I was just like having a good time. Tommy and I just recorded I had a great lunch with my friend Sylvia. Um, it was a great day all around. And I was back in New York and it was a beautiful day. I was having a great time. And for me to talk to some females who are difficult to penetrate, 
like just conversationally, or that seem like they're putting up a wall or whatever, whatever the case. Like if I'm a friendly guy just chatting with new people at a party, we're all friends among friends of friends there of Tommy. I don't understand why there shouldn't be a good vibe and people should have their guard down and we should just be open to whatever. But I'm like, no, no. I, I just keep coming back to MGTOW as a foundational truth. And I do find bonds with guys in particular, not necessarily just because of the MGTOW thing. It's not like we're sitting around talking about MGTOW. And again, I don't mean to just say like all men are way more interesting or way more funny or way more talented than women. I'm not going to go that far. But on a case-by-case-by-case basis, I just gave you an example of the Saturday night. And just like go around. It's like it's easier to talk to guys. There's usually something good to talk about. But I don't know. I'm not even going to say like all guys because then there was a couple guys there who I had a really hard time talking with and they just seemed kind of off-putting to me. And I'm like, okay, you know, so maybe it's just a New Yorker vibe. I don't know. But like, I don't know. It's just been a while and it, it just seems unlikely to just meet a female and really hit it off. I did have one friend, but that was like 2019. I met her. I think I might have mentioned her before. She's cool. Uh, she's left Philly now, though. So, uh, Nicole, yeah. But I actually wanted to have her on the podcast at some point because she's a really smart, talented girl. And, you know, but she's getting married and she's left the country. And I don't know what she's doing now. I got to touch base with her. But anyway, uh, I will wrap it up there. Otherwise, I'm going to keep rambling. But yeah, easy come, easy go. That was a little bit of the theme for this week. In that sense, it was an upper of a week, but it was also a downer of a week. But I think the end result was kind of like a return. All of it was reality, let's face it. That whole experience with you know chatting with these girls on the dating apps this week, huge taste dose of reality. That's reality. And then it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me thinking something magical would happen romantically from any of these things. That's where my mind started, my emotions, my thoughts, that's when it started leaving reality. So I've come back down to, to earth, been regrounded in MGTOW principles. And I'm like, okay, I'm back. I'm back. You know, I'm re rebased and, um, feeling pretty good to go. Good to go. So, yeah, so tune in to FMAO, new episode coming on Monday and Tuesday. We're going to be talking about simps. If you are randomly discovering this podcast, it is not just going to be about MGTOW, although that's been a little bit of the theme last week and this week, but it's really just about life and how it unfolds. Uh, I do want to start getting guests back on here at some point in the next couple months. But for the time being, it's uh, solo episodes very therapeutic, very cathartic, just to express certain things. Yeah. So yeah, hit the subscribe button and click the bell to get notified of updates to the Intro Origin Podcast if you're watching on YouTube. And uh, of course, click like if you enjoyed listening to this video and it gave you any food for thought as a guy. So um, if you are a guy out there, a single guy, 
uh, frustrated with uh, the dating scene and the dating apps and you, or maybe you're another MGTOW guy as well. Um, leave a comment, ask a question. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. I mean, I think for a lot of MGTOW guys, this is the struggle. Like, you know, truth, you know, reality, but there's a part of you that still wants to live in a fantasy world where somehow it'll just magically work out for you. Despite everything, you know, about reality. (sighs) So I don't know, you know, maybe we all need to be continually reminded about reality as men, you know, as MGTOW men. And maybe, maybe this little monologue here tonight is serving as a reminder for you to be grounded in reality, you know? So yeah. Anyway, if you've appreciated anything I've said here tonight, um, click like, you know, leave a comment, uh, and hit subscribe for more because I will be back. All right. That's all for now. Have a good one. I hope this has been enlightening for you. Hey, glad you're here. If you've enjoyed any aspect of today's episode, I ask that you click like on this video. And if you'd like to see more in the future, hit that big fat juicy red subscribe button and click the little bell icon next to it in order to receive a notification as soon as new episodes are posted. And if you're not actually on YouTube right now, but are watching on Spotify or listening on Apple, please leave a five-star rating. It only takes a second, and it's a free way of supporting this podcast. If you'd like to get in touch, there are plenty of ways to do so. You can post a comment on this video on YouTube. You can email me at podcast at introversion.com or you can connect on social media. I'm fairly active on Twitter and Instagram as I am introversion. And last, but certainly not least, be sure to check out the brand new and ever evolving introversion.com where in addition to the podcast episodes, I am posting all kinds of interestingness and food for thought on a nearly daily basis. So yeah, take a break from Mark Zuckerberg's watchful eye and go actually bookmark an independent website like back in the day. Before the dark times, before the empire. It's a harsh world out there, but keep calm and carry on, my friend. I will always be here at introversion.com, actively introspecting in order to live my best life and encouraging you and others to do so as well. Until next time. All done. If you survive, please come again.